Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Universe Podcast. <laughs> Charlotte is celebrating. What is she celebrating? 33 episodes. Oh, okay. Yes, good. I'm also celebrating. Woo. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Leo. I almost uh, forgot my name. Here with my <laughs> co-host, Charlotte. Hello. And our guest today, Amadia. Hello. Hello, everybody. Amadea, it's been a while since you've been on the podcast. Would you like to remind our listeners of who you are? <laughs> yeah. Um, so reminding us the point here. Mm -hmm. um, so I am an English and history student at the University of Vienna. I am studying in the teacher's program and also in the BA, um, English and American Studies. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Taking what you just said, that you are in the teaching program, I was wondering if you think that creative writing will benefit you as your work as a teacher or how it will benefit you. Mm, I, I feel like creative writing, it kind of gives me a flexibility in the way I teach because, you know, language is a lot about expressing yourself mm -hmm. and um, finding ways of, of um, communicating your thoughts And when I um, consider creative writing, it, it is this creative approach to language that gives you so much more than just, for example, writing an article. Um, when you write an article, you have certain structures that you have to follow. And um, in a way, I feel like my, my students are limited. It helps them, I think, also to develop their language skills. But at the same time, when it comes to creative writing, um, they can hone their skills in a different way that goes way beyond this usual textbook, oh, we're writing an essay. And I, I, th I really think that this could um, later help me um, teach English to my students. So you're, you're still intending uh, to be or become a teacher because you're also, you're also in the BA and as far as I know, you also are... A, research assistant project mm, assistant yeah i used to uh, you know the project is now ending okay um and we are almost done with everything that we had to do for the project um so for our listeners i'm also working at the university of vienna or better used to work at the university of vienna um as a research assistant uh, for a project which was about creating um, best practice Uh, descriptions of teaching methods. This project it was really cool because I got to meet a lot of people and I also learned a lot about language. Mm -hmm. um, you know, all these descriptions are, um, are written in English and also in German, in Italian and Portuguese. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so what I did was I translated a lot of the English versions into German and I also wrote a lot of the English versions. And I realized that the way you describe things It's, it's so pivotal how um, you can communicate to other people. Mm -hmm. For example, when you have a, a method that is really simple, but it takes you hours to explain what's going to happen, nobody's going to read it. And what I learned a lot by doing this description was to focus my own language and to really be on point in what I'm saying. And um, so coming back to your school context, um, I actually intend to become a teacher. I don't know if I will want to be a teacher for um, 
for lower secondary and, and upper secondary, I actually would love to teach at university um, because creative writing um, at university has helped me a lot. And academic writing um, is also something that you really need at university and it's taught a lot, you know, at the English department. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Not so much at other departments, though. I feel like uh, mm. the writing component is a bit lacking in many other departments. They kind of throw you into the cold water as far as that is concerned. You're just expected to, I know, I, I guess, I mean, you, you are, you do learn how to write an essay in school, but there's a difference between an essay and like a proper paper. Especially in sciences. I noticed that when I was Uh, proofreading a lot of my friends um, master thesis and most of them are scientists and to me it was really interesting of how little knowledge they had on how to structure mm -hmm. a piece of writing mm -hmm. like things that I could do in my sleep because I, I learned that mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. it was really interesting science writing is also something different than totally. from like our papers totally but like um, starting sentences with but Oh. works never mm -hmm. doesn't and matter and if you yeah and that was stuff that happened I just wrote them a note don't start a sentence with but mm -hmm. ever 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 again <laughs> <laughs> because that's very bad okay. and yeah mm. I think I find very interesting what you said about um, allowing them to use creativity in school to improve but then again there's always the problem that as a teacher you have to teach them certain things like certain text types And there's very little room for creative writing. I mean, I kind of like the, the course books because they often include, or at least every now and then include some creative writing tasks. But even those creative writing tasks aren't really creative because they always give you a prompt that fits into the unit that you're currently doing. And then if that topic isn't interesting to you, then mm. the writing won't mm. be. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, and I feel like that today's when you when you look at how English is taught in school, it's so much focused on the matura mm -hmm. and on getting everything done that will be on the matura and usually that are not short stories or poems, no. which is mm. such a pity because you lose out, uh, you, you miss out on so many things. Mm, I agree. So you not only uh, teach and write, but you're also on the committee of the universe <laughs> yes. what is it you do here i ask as if i didn't know <laughs> um well so i am the social media manager of universe which means that uh, whenever you see a post on facebook or probably also get an email um it will be written by me and um yeah it's, i i take care of everything concerning public relations i also have help you know it's like You recently, Leo, recently took um, over the Instagram that we had because um, I, I just couldn't do it. It would be way too much work to have all those platforms. Mm -hmm. mm. How do you think creative writing ties in with that? With writing Facebook posts, mm -hmm. writing tons and tons of emails. <laughs> Have you ever? Um, I mean, your emails are quite creative too. Really? Uh, Do you think? I, I mean, they're fun at least. They, you know, <laughs> the, they're not just like the bare minimum of what is needed for communication. There's also, mm. I don't know, jokes in there, mm. or flowery language. Mm. Um, 
I think I wouldn't see it necessarily as creative writing what I'm doing on Facebook because what mm -hmm. I'm doing on Facebook is using um, language for specific purposes. You know that we have this course at the English department, the um, what's it called, the English and Professional Context mm -hmm. course, where we learn about how to use language in um, contexts where there are transactional relationships. Um, I would see. Um, Facebook as an environment where you can use language that is creative, but still you need to, it, it has a purpose. Mm -hmm. in, our, um, in our case, it's that we get messages across, that we get people to actually attend our meetings. And if I just write a post uh, saying, oh, hi, next meeting, this and there, um, send in your text till blah blah. I, I doubt that so many people will be interested because it's so plain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and what I also noticed is that um, this also comes in from um, my academic background that you need to be really focused in what you're saying and how you're saying it. Usually, when I write a post, I construct it in a way that I that I use um, the most important information and construct a message around it. And usually the most important information is right at the beginning. Because when, when you do not have the information that you want to get across, mm -hmm. somewhere where the reader starts reading, he probably will lose interest and the message doesn't come across. And everything that's, that's less important comes afterwards. Mm -hmm. and, but that's something that I learned. It's not something that I learned in a course. It's something that I learned by doing all these posts and realizing, oh, this post didn't have a good reach. Maybe I, I should change something about how I read it. Mm -hmm. So a learning by doing process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So now that we've, we've talked so much about what you do apart from writing, let's talk a bit, a bit about your, your actual writing. Mm -hmm. What is it you, how would you describe your writing if you had to? Mm, I am a really private writer. You know, there, um, I, I don't know how many poems or stories I've shared with the universe at the meeting. I think it's very few. Because when I write, it's, it's for me, it's very personal every time I write. And the, oftentimes I do not have the, the, mm, the need to share it. It's just it's there and I wrote it and I'm happy about it. But um, sometimes I also like to get feedback on things that I write. But most of the time it's really private, as I said, really, really personal. Um, and also what I noticed in the last few years is that um, I, I used to think that I'm a storyteller. I still think that I'm a storyteller. But um, back then, for example, in, in, in high school, I thought, oh, storytelling, that equals short stories. Mm -hmm. Like storytelling is telling short stories or telling um, stories via novels. Mm -hmm. And the more I develop in becoming a writer and becoming a writer, do you ever become a writer? I don't know. No. The more I develop my writing, I, I realize maybe it's not that strict boundaries between prose and poetry are not that strict. Mm -hmm. And now when I write, I often write poetry, which is really surprising <laughs> to me because I always used to think, oh, I'm so good at telling stories. Maybe I should write short stories. I really appreciate writing short stories. But it takes me a lot of time and a lot of thinking. And um, it's so complicated when I write a short story <laughs> that I often just go for 
writing a poem instead mm. because often it's even more effective and that's what you always what you also find a lot in my poetry is that it tells stories there's usually usually a narrative element in it and do you still know what the first piece of creative writing was that you ever wrote that is such an interesting question because i honestly don't know i think it 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 was in primary school Wow, that early. Cool. But I don't know if that counts because I think it was a diary entry where I wrote a really strange poem. I don't even remember, but I remember that I wrote it. Mm -hmm. mm, and I always used to write a little bit um, besides school. Um, and also what I often did was that I got assignments from school and I somehow turned them around and made something creative out of it. Sometimes it worked really well and mm -hmm. my professors were really nice and they loved it. And sometimes they were a little bit angry because <laughs> I obviously didn't listen mm -hmm. and I didn't uh, follow the prompt. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I got to university and um, what happened was that it just stopped because I had all, these ac all this academic writing uh, that I had to do. And I just completely forgot, in a sense, about creative writing. <laughs> and then universe <laughs> happened. <laughs> also, this amazing course at university that I took where I just fell in love with creative writing. And I've been doing it ever since. Do you have a favorite place to write? Not really. <laughs> um, I don't think that I'm one of these writers that just sit down and write something from beginning to end. When I write, I just collect thoughts and I sometimes write them down on my phone and come back to them afterwards. Or sometimes I just sit down on my laptop and just type something. And usually it doesn't make sense in the beginning. And then after typing, for example, lines of three words each, sometimes I just write these lengthy word documents where I just write down everything that I'm thinking. And usually it's already poetry style. I'm doing this with, with poetry. My, my, my working process for short stories is way different. Mm -hmm. Because when I write short stories, I constructed it in the beginning. Oh, wow. And Amazing. it takes me a lot of time to construct it. Because what I notice is that when I don't do this, I lose track of the story and I, I, I just lose interest in the story and <laughs> I will never finish it. So I need to have a plan for a short story and for poetry. I just write down everything. And then I have a Word document that's 20 pages long. And I just, <laughs> I just pick out the, the most gripping and captivating and um, stances that are, for me, expressing the thoughts that I want to express. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I would love to have a poem that's 20 pages long. Like, that would <laughs> well, be so cool. You know, it would be so in, uh, Ginsberg style. Just <laughs> You know, the, the thing is that the, it's not a proper poem. It's just uh, it's just two words per line. And then I just have blank well, just, space. And then just again... Just play around with uh, conventions and do whatever you want, like the Beat Poets did, and nobody will ever mind. <laughs> no, I also think that's a great... Uh, great kind of technique it's i mean it's your kind of diaristic writing somehow if you're writing down your your mm. thoughts and i, I like uh, taking from it what you you find best that's interesting i think i might also try that at some point <laughs> yeah. but i don't know I, I somehow 
writing at a computer isn't really conductive to this kind of writing for me. Hmm, interesting. How, how do not? you write? Do you write on paper? Yes, by hand. And always? It, yeah, pretty much always. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it, it, it's writing by hand is obviously obviously much slower. And then uh, while I write, I think about what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. So for your, do you think about what you're writing uh, while you're writing it out? That is a good question. Mm. Well, obviously, yes, I'm thinking about what I'm writing, but I'm not consciously thinking about, oh, I need to construct it in this and that way. Um, I don't know. I, I just write. And sometimes sometimes I listen to music, and then it just starts flowing. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's different, as I said, um, when I write short stories, because that is way more constructed. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a lot of work. But a question for you, how do you deal with uh, when you write something down and you realize, oh, this doesn't make any sense. Do you just cross it out and keep on writing? Mm-hmm. Or how, how do you... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't usually do so much editing on the spot. I think about it as I write and before I write. And then sometimes I cross out uh, individual words. Or mostly I think it's, it's, it comes at a later point. When you write, when you keep on writing, and then you man, when you notice that a uh, couple of lines earlier, there was something that didn't make sense or didn't work with the way uh, the poem is going now. Or as I write, I see the 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 lines above, obviously, and I find the line isn't too great and have a better idea. Then I cross it out and mm. write it uh, in in the space between all the lines or in the margins or somewhere there that sounds so organized it's not really an organized (laughs) process well i could never do this i could never do it usually what i do is that i but when i write down a poem on paper i think in the end i couldn't even read my own handwriting anymore because it gets so messy Mm -hmm. because of all those thoughts coming in and i just write and write and write and this also happens to me when I when I when I um, plan essays. I usually write. That's that's interesting actually because when I write essays, I write down on paper. Mm-hmm. I never plan essays on the computer. That, that's interesting. But um, then in the end, I have a sh- sheet of paper. Often it's five sheets of paper, where I just scribbled down everything, and it, nobody would ever know what the essay is going to Mm -hmm. be about because it's so messy but that's just how it worked Mm -hmm. um but with poems um i i I do i prefer to do it um on my laptop Mm -hmm. i've recently bought i also i also plan out essays on on paper and i've recently bought a3 paper for that and it's so amazing wow cool are you serious i can do huge mind maps nice (laughs) I, I once I once brought one of these plans to class uh-huh. because we had to discuss our essays and how we planned it. And my lecturer really? came to me and, and, and she was like, oh, it looks like you were really busy with that. <laughs> um, but that's just how it works. And I think it's it's a, a fine for everybody um, to find their own way of mm. coming up with thoughts. Mm-hmm. All right, now that we know how you write a poem, shall we go to the poem that you're going to read right. us today? Right, yeah, sure. 
it doesn't have a title yet, so it we'll hear it and maybe we'll we'll come up with a title later. Yeah, I actually wrote it yesterday. Um, there were parts that I wrote before, mm-hmm. but I assembled it yesterday. Okay, that's what I do. Assemble it. Um, okay, so there's no title. Let's start. Your story matters. That's not what I got told. What I got told was, writing is not a job. Telling stories even less. Describing roses in the palms of your hands is the fiction in life doesn't need. Five years pass in the blink of an eye. Untold stories fuel the spray of the sea and mask the merit till they raise their anchor and untie their knot. Crumbling in bits and pieces, cracking its bones, tearing its letters, I stand upon the words that are the wind of my soul. My DNA is a narrative. I spread its wings on brittle decks, expanding its sparks, setting sail. A piece left behind, something scattered, filling the blanks of ourselves. I find my bare feet on concrete, yet... I remain at sea. Thank, Thank you. you. Wow, that was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I like it a lot. Also, uh, I, I find myself saying that very often recently that it works uh, very well read out. Yeah. Mm. Does. <clears throat> you know, there are sometimes these poems that are not meant to be read out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So that's why I brought this poem because I felt like this is a poem that needs to be read out. Mm-hmm. I also like the way that you, you read it. Oh, really? Thank you. Read you. It. It was nice. Uh, very deliberate. Do you, did you, was that thing you tried? Did you try and read it out before and then maybe uh, make it, I don't know, make the lines or the words uh, fit the way you wanted to, to say it? Mm. I when I wrote that poem I had the sound of the poem in my head mm-hmm. and when I wrote it down I spoke it it was not that I had the words in my mind but I had it in my voice <laughs> so I just wrote down what I spoke and this was just the process I didn't think much about this poem it just came to me okay mm-hmm. what inspired you to write it? Mm. Well, this poem is uh, its a little bit mysterious because you do not know exactly what's going on. Um, and the beginning, is, I think, is pretty clear. Mm-hmm. It's about telling stories. And with that poem, I just wanted to, to describe what it feels to tell stories and what it feels that you have this need to tell stories. But also what it feels like to tell stories and then suddenly realize that probably you, you might lose parts of the stories when you're telling it and you're giving it away mm-hmm. um, because that happens when you tell stories it's it changes and um, it will never be the same story again after you told it to mm-hmm. somebody um, so sometimes it's it's about this question do I keep the story to myself or do I want to share it and probably change something for this other person that I'm telling it mm-hmm. so that line where you say writing isn't a job is not just something somebody tells you as a person who writes but it's also something you tell yourself in a way because you are torn between sharing and not sharing your work and by it becoming a job you must 
share yeah it. definitely um i think it would be really scary um if i became a writer <laughs> because right now i'm just writing for pleasure i'm just writing because i like it but if i become a writer i have this pressure of putting out work that people like and i don't want to be the person who who's, who who writes just because they want to make money with it mm -hmm. but also you know every writer i think has this inner passion that mm -hmm. makes them write of course yeah But when you are a professional writer, you need to do it because you need to pay your bills. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't like the idea of having writing as something in that that just that that's so binding. Mm -hmm. I get it. You know, it's it's great when you can can you pay your bills by writing. This is, <laughs> this is so awesome and I would love to do this. But I I don't know if I could deal with the pressure that comes with it. You say there's your poem's a bit mysterious and that there's not just one theme. Uh, do you think this is reflected in your use of metaphors? I mean, we have the the um, most prevalent thing is sea, uh, water, uh, ships, but there's also the physical manifestation of words. There's the wind, there's DNA, uh, What do you think? Was that uh, on purpose or did that mm. just happen from to from talking about different things that then automatically you may also use different metaphors? Mm, I think I have to answer uh, this question in two parts. Um, so the first part would be about um, this metaphor and this lexical field of having ships and um, oceany things, um, having the wind and the sail. Um, this is so much about actually the anthology that we just published. <laughs> Because when I advertised for it, at some point, I, 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 in, in the Facebook post, at some point I I'm used these metaphors about sailing and <laughs> having the wind in our sails, which are the voices of the writers and the um, passion and the inspiration of the readers. And I love this metaphor so much. So I use this this metaphor about setting sail to advertise for the anthology. And, and this is just a way of remembering that anthology and that we published it and the reasons why we did it. Mm -hmm. And the sail also is about having stories that just drive you further. And there's always this movement that goes with it. Um, so the second part of um, my answer then um, is concerning the DNA. Because that's a totally different metaphor. I don't think that you would usually connect C with DNA. But for me, um, this line came from a discussion that I had with my sister. Hmm. Um, she's currently taking her tour. Actually, I think literally right now taking her oral matura. Oh, wow. Shout out to her. <laughs> I hope luck. you're doing fine. Um, and she is um, having her exam in biology. Mm -hmm. And she told me a lot about DNA and how all these parts get assembled and the different chemical components. And it was it was really interesting. I didn't understand anything because I forgot <laughs> everything after um, I graduated. But it was it was so captivating how she, she narrated that mm -hmm. because she was so into all the details. 
And at some point, I just thought, oh, my DNA is a narrative. And then, then it just picked off from there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. I really like uh, the sentiment that you think of your DNA as a narrative. Because uh, not only, I don't know, as people, we construct ourselves in narrative, but also your DNA literally kind of is a narrative. If you look at... At, um, at your DNA there is certain factors that we then put into stories we can say this is where we came from this is uh, this is maybe I don't know the features of your body that you can read out of DNA uh, but it turns out differently like stories then do mm. also it's a part of what makes makes you a writer and I say that because everybody who writes per definition is a writer yeah, regardless definitely. of having published something or not so your DNA itself is one of the reasons why you're here today and why you <laughs> like writing so I think that's a really nice connection too to like talking about your DNA being a narrative but also it's the reason for writing yes. in your case yeah it's, it's It's part of the the reason why you are here, actually. And stories, they govern our life. You mm -hmm. know, our entire life is a story. We are now here in the present, and the the past is, is long gone, but we can tell the stories about it, and this is just what we are, you know? When you tell somebody, oh, I'm an introvert, they usually ask, oh, and what do you do as an introvert? And then you tell them stories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of your poem, you say something like, people are telling you that writing is not a job. Has this been an issue for you? Uh, that your surroundings doesn't uh, react well to writing as a habit or as a potential profession? Mm, no, actually not. I think my parents are really proud that we publish two books now. <laughs> Uh, which is just amazing, just considering that we did it all on our own. Yeah, um, I agree. And we're not <laughs> we're great. Great. We, Yeah, we're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the universe. Whoop, whoop. Um, my parents, they are just so proud and um, we are not doing this professionally, which is just amazing, I think. Um, what was the question again? Whether your surroundings have ever reacted negatively to writing. Mm. Well, as a writer, I think it's sometimes hard because when you get to university or in general in school, as we just talked about earlier, there are all these standardized prompts and you need to write about these three points that are in the prompt, otherwise you get point deduction. Mm -hmm. Even though you have a really awesome idea and you want to talk about it, no, you can't because you have to write only about these three themes that are in the prompt. So this is from my own experience that I that I just struggle with prompts and I now I have adapted to it. Now I can write an essay that is that fits perfectly on the prompt because I know that my time to write creatively is a different time. This is just academic writing that I'm doing, but I'm still I still try to include creative writing. Mm which is so cool because sometimes I really manage to do it well. Sometimes it doesn't work that well, but sometimes it's really cool in the end. Mm. But 
so far there haven't been any people who told me oh better get a real job or quit creative writing or um do not write Mm -hmm. nobody has ever told me that but you know it's just like people telling me this is not a job it's cool being a writer but it's not something that can pay your bills i think it's really interesting because i mean that's something we hear everywhere from the moment you start kind of being developing an interest in creative writing you will hear people telling you maybe not people in your direct surroundings but like on television on film in films like everywhere you will hear okay this will not be a profession for you because you can't like make money of that um and then it's really interesting i think my family never really was against it but i think i myself recently have come to think I've always kind of fancied myself being like a published author. And recently, I really thought about it. And I was like, do I really want this? Is that really what I want? Because you also touched on that. And I was on like not being sure if you want that yourself. So I find the question very interesting that you asked, Leo, because I sometimes ask myself, am I even that kind of surrounding that tells me, don't do this, this is not a real job? Mm. So I'm kind of torn between, is this coming from me? Is it coming from outside? Do I really want this? So yeah, I think that's something we, you also deal with probably because you said you also don't know if you really want to be a published author. Well, published author, yes, but not doing it with a contract and all the bureaucracy involved and having the obligation to write something that people (laughs) like. That makes sense. Do you sometimes participate in writing competitions or something like that? No, I'm way too unorganized for this. <laughs> okay. um, well, not unorganized. Rather, it's I'm not having the time for it I to see. properly do it because I'm really perfectionist. When I'm writing something for um, a competition, it would need to be really good. And I often... Um, don't think that I could do this with the limited time that I have. I see. Okay. So I just rather keep away from it. And also, as I said, I'm a private writer and I, pref- I, I sometimes don't need to share it. Yeah, I get that. I also mm. don't share everything. Do you sometimes find yourself in a situation that you would like to have more time for writing in general? Definitely. There are sometimes moments <laughs> where I'm on the tram just rushing from one course to another course or to the library or anywhere where I just think, oh, I would love to write this story, but I don't know when. Mm. Mm. And you know, you can type down the ideas on your phone because that won't be lost. But in the end, you have so many ideas after it as well that you totally forget about this. And that, that's a shame and I think I could have written so many cool stories and poems if I had just had the time. Yeah, who doesn't find themselves wishing for more time to write? But, my- I mean, to be honest, even if I had more time, I know that I wouldn't entirely devote it to mm, writing yes, as much as I could. I would still surf the internet and I would still watch TV shows and I would still, I don't know write messages to people instead of writing. So I think 
to some extent it's an excuse that we yeah. all have mm. and also i don't know because the edge doesn't go away even though you don't have time right now my phone my notes app on my phone is filling up with ideas <laughs> and the time will hopefully fingers crossed the time will come when i can finally have a nice moment sit down and get to work on those ideas and I, I hope that I'll still have the connection to those words that I, mm. I feel now yeah let's hope so <laughs> fingers crossed I think we all have those those ideas that we really want to turn into a poem or story but we never did mm. and I'm just asking myself why is that probably because for me writing is it's hard it's not something that I Often I don't like writing, mm. but it's something that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there any place where you can you put your writing when you finally got to it? How do on, we, how on, do the we in, on the internet, where people mm. can find your writing? No, <laughs> I don't have an um, online representation of my writing. Okay, but you can find your, the listeners can find your, your writing in our anthology. They can find it in the anthology, yes. <laughs> um, I have um, a little, I don't know what it is. It's not a short story. It's not flash fiction. It's something between poetry and uh, prose in our first anthology um, and also a poem in our second anthology. Nice. And the second anthology is available now at Fakurtas and the SDV of the English department, mm-hmm. I think. And soon, I think, also at Shakespeare and Company and Phil. By the time this nice. episode comes out, it's probably also available at Shakespeare and Company and Phil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Charlotte? I ask you every time, have you uh, taken oh. back to the interwebs? Uh, I haven't, but what has developed is that I've recently thought about it more mm-hmm. and that I consider putting something up. Uh, your blog is detintenfish.wordpress.com Okay. You can find uh, me, my tweets at Leo Engelmeyer. Uh, I don't have a place where I put my work, but I do the Instagram account where I put up quotes. Well, uh, from if we see it like that, you can also find me on Facebook via the official universe. True. <laughs> universe Facebook page and uh, group yes but those are my the Instagram words is not just uh, no. not just uh, my writing but today the today's uh, quote post is a very short poem of mine oh cool yes this was episode 33 of the universe podcast if you enjoyed it and would like to hear more of us make sure to subscribe to the universe podcast wherever you're listening to it If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review to tell us what you think and help other people find the podcast. And tell all your friends about it. Comments? Questions? You can reach us on Twitter, we're at PolUniverse. On Facebook, on Instagram, where we are uni.vers underscore creative writing, or on our email address, podcast at universe.univ.org. This podcast was edited and hosted by Leonhard Engelmeyer. The co-host was, as she so often is, Charlotte Zerz. And our guest today on the episode was Amadia Brenner. Thank you very much for being Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. 
I hope you visit those planets in the universe again. In the meantime, stay safe in space. Thanks for listening.